Blog Talk Radio. Justice, 
from her ordeal with her brother and the family that suffered at the hands of the killer and the judicial system. What a powerful subject. Welcome to Milford House Mysteries, Cindy. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, Cindy, first of all, I'm so sorry for the loss of your brother. Uh, I mean, any loved one's death is difficult to deal with, but I just can't imagine how much harder it would be to lose a family member to violent crime. Um, Can you tell our listeners about your brother's murder and the search for his killer, Um, you know, sort of the background on all of this? Uh, Yes, it happened on August the 5th, 2006, and it happened about 10.30 at night. Um, August the 5th was, uh, I have two brothers, it happened on my other brother's birthday, and we were having a party, yes. Uh, uh, Carl came home from vacation, the one who was murdered, he came home from vacation, he was on vacation at the Outer Banks. And um, he didn't stop at the party because he was tired. And when he opened his front door, he was ambushed by a Franklin County work release escapee. And he was shot. And uh, he was thrown into the trunk of his own car. And then he was dumped uh, right over the Franklin County line uh, into Huntington County from Franklin County into Huntington County, up around the Blairs Mills area. And um, that's that's how it all began. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That, that sounds so traumatic. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know how you cope. Um, it's clear that you and your family weren't satisfied with the police investigation. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yes. Um, when, when we realized that, that Carl was missing, we, we discovered there was a crime scene, and we knew it happened there, but um, the, the state police didn't seem really interested in, in, in that. They, they didn't really say, okay, well, he's, you know, he's, he's been murdered. Um, I signed a paper that day at his place um, declaring him a missing person. But we knew that, you know, the family, you know when you're family, you, you know what happened. But um, they, they wouldn't declare any kind of crime scene until five days later we found him in, in Blair's Mills. He was down an embankment. And then that's when they decided there, there was a murder, but they denied that there was a murder scene. And since he was found in Huntington County, they sent the case and the investigation over to Huntington County instead of investigating it at Carl's residence where the crime scene happened, uh, where Carl was found would be considered a secondary crime scene. So we didn't understand that, and they kept saying there was no evidence, but there really was. There There was blood evidence. And we didn't know it until later, but they had even removed a slug from the wall. And we could never understand it. And and the case stayed up there, and they really didn't do much with it. And we had found a lot of evidence ourselves 
the family. And we would call the police every time we found evidence. And they would come over. Um, there was a couple instances where we found something, and they said, well, just keep it. And yep. it, it, it seemed like the DA wasn't really doing anything with it in Huntington. And we knew the DA in Franklin County wasn't doing anything with it. So it stayed up there for over a year, and a new DA was elected, took office in Huntington County. And the first week that he took office, he called me, and he said, as much as I want this case, because we have been, had been really asking and pleading and begging for them to do something with the case, but he called me and said, he said, as much as I want this case, he said, I can't keep it. It has to go back to Franklin County because of the evidence. So I asked him, I said, well, what evidence is that? And he said, the evidence of the, the blood in the yard. And that was the blood that I had found on clover. It was in the grass and it was on clover. And I had picked a piece of clover. And it was in the evening and my, my brother Clinton was there. And I said, look at this. I said, it's black. I said, but, and the sun was hitting it, you know, before it went down, before the sun went down over the mountain, the sun was hitting this piece of clover. And it was blood red around the edges. I said, this, this is blood. I said, and that's what killed the grass there. And this, this is blood on the clover. And that's how it, the book got its name, Black Clover. Mm -hmm. So the main piece well, of evidence was evidence that I had discovered and we had called the state police. I mean, this, you know, to 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 someone who, um, you know, I guess doesn't have a whole lot of direct, um, like you have had, unfortunately, direct interaction with crime and the police. You know, it it, it sounds like there was a inexplicable um, lack of enthusiasm to, to investigate. And, uh, you know, it sounds like your family played such a big role in keeping the investigation alive. In fact, you even said that you were the ones who found his body. I mean, how did you manage to just keep going after it, you, you know, month after month after month to, to try to get the police and the DA to pay attention? Yes, well, lack of enthusiasm is a good way to put it. Um, as far as the discovery of the body, it was a, a local woman. I said we, uh -huh. but I, I didn't, I meant more or less not the state police, but it was a civilian. Okay, I, I see what you're saying, yeah. not not you personally. Yeah. Actually, right. I, I think that's good we came that very you did close. not. Yes, we came oh. very close, though, because if you read the book, we were getting very close to that area uh, in our search. But um, a local woman named Angel, her first name is Angel, discovered him. Hmm. So, what and then a they terrible did, the deal. Yes, the police didn't hmm. tell us. We were still running around uh, looking for him. I kept a log of everywhere we went, you know, so we wouldn't waste time. We were split up into several cars, and, and we didn't want to waste time visiting same areas. So I, I kept a log of where all we had been. And we were just very, um, we, we were trying so hard, you know, to find him because we still had hope that he might still be alive. Mm -hmm. And we were, we were just becoming very close to finding him when, when he was discovered. 
And then, like I said, they didn't tell us, and we were still running around looking for him. And then once we found out, we all hightailed it over there to that area, and uh, we were there on the scene while he was still down over the bank. Oh, what a terrible experience. I mean, why did you decide to write the book about it? The main reason is because um, it was such a horrible ordeal, and nobody would help us, and I never dreamed that the justice system would be that way. Because you think of murder, well, you know, this is serious and we're, this is mm-hmm. uh, priority and we're going to do everything we can possible to to find some justice for the family and, and for the victim. And it wasn't that way at all. We had to fight for it ourselves. And we had to discover a lot of evidence ourselves. And we even stored evidence. And I wanted people to know the story and how we were treated and how the justice system can be manipulated in that way. Because I never Mm. dreamed. We never had any kind of ordeal like this, you know, as far as murder. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) and, uh, you know, you hope that you don't have that experience. Um, right. I, I guess one thing I, I thought maybe I should insert here for our listeners who aren't as familiar um, with uh, South Central Pennsylvania, um, where because a lot of people uh, tend to think of, of Pennsylvania as Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, but mm-hmm. uh, the, the area of because I'm from Franklin County too, so, uh, so uh, the the area that you're talking about where where your uh, brother lived uh, was is a, a pretty rural mountainous area of Pennsylvania um and so it's it's not uh, densely populated uh and uh, so we're talking about a a crime that happened sort of in the mountains is is that correct correct yeah yeah and that yeah, now, took- I know from my own uh, book research, Cindy, um, some of the events that I lived through and participated in that I wrote about, I still needed to do research. Um, and, of course, nothing I've written about involves the, the personal pain that, that you had to deal with in writing Black Clover. But to present the entire picture of your brother's case, I imagine that you needed to do some additional research uh, to find out, you know, what was going on on the police end and on the DA end and and so forth. Um, What sources did you rely on? How did you go about doing that part of the book? As far as um, what they were doing with the case, I would call the courthouse. And I'd try to find out. You know, I'd ask questions. I didn't get many answers. Um, I I did look into um, procedures, you know, general procedures of how it should be handled. And common sense, too, Uh because when this happened, I I worked with the Pennsylvania State Police at the time. Oh, you were working with the state police at that point? I I worked, yes. I worked in records and ID in Harrisburg when this happened. So that's um, amazing. Yes. And they still didn't like give this you you would almost think that they would give, you know, 
special attention to one of their own having a tragedy. You know, not preferential treatment, but at least. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think it was all controlled by the Franklin County DA mostly. Um, the the DA, the district attorney, when, when there was a crime like that, you would expect, and I think they mostly do. They would they would go to that scene and and you know inspect inspect that scene and and determine what evidence, what further evidence they need to gather, and then they would deal with the state police and say, well, I I need this and this and this. Well, none of that happened. Now, after after the case went to Huntington, several months later, the DA up there vis- did visit Carl's property, and he di- he didn't do anything except tell us that it was a slam dunk case. And then within a, a few days, he told us it was uh, a very hard case that that um, he didn't have any evidence. So it was it was just like. Um, uh, they would tell us one thing and tell us another. Hmm. But it's mostly an investigation like that is a lot of it is controlled by what the DA wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. To take another tack, let you know it's very clear that you and your brother Carl were quite close, and it sounds like yeah. the two of you had an idyllic childhood in the rural. Emerson Valley is in the Tuscarora Mountains. Is that right? It is a very beautiful place. It's a beautiful valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not saying there aren't hardships, you know. Um, there are people who are well off and there are people who are not well off. You know, it's just like every place else. But right. But it, it's quiet, you know. You have the little one-room churches, and at the at that time when we were when we were kids, um, there was a little um, there was a little store, and the post office was in the store. You know, one of those combinations store post mm-hmm. office, little general store. Um, it's no longer there. We do have still have a post office and two little churches. Um, Oh, you, but yeah, you mentioned on your web, beautiful. yeah, it, it, yeah, and you mentioned on your website about feeling so safe that no one had to lock the doors. I know in our small community in Boyne Springs, Pennsylvania, we didn't lock the doors for the longest time either. But you know, how has your home area changed? Um, you know, since your brother's death, and and how did his death impact the larger community? People were very upset. The community was very upset, and and this this was this was huge news for for months on end. Uh, Vicki Taylor with the public opinion she covered she covered the case. She did a, a very good job. She became a friend of ours. Um, after that happened, I think people were more careful. I know personally, uh, when I would come home to my house, I would swing the door the whole way open because we knew Carl was ambushed from behind his door, his front door when he came hmm. in. And I did that for a long, long time. Um, it affected us in the way that um, we, we had bad dreams. It affected our sleep. I've still not, I've never gotten back to a normal sleep pattern. I, I did eventually uh, get rid of the nightmares or they just wore off. I can't say get rid of, but they, they eventually went away. But the whole family, we were all having nightmares. 
but nobody, no one has forgotten it in the valley. And I, you know, there still could be people who who still let their doors open. I personally, I know our family doesn't. Yeah. I, I no, I think more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes makes you more wary. It, it it makes you more sensitive also to evil. Actually, I can't think of a better word. Mm -hmm. It makes you more sensitive to evil or the potential of evil. Well, that's a hard lesson, huh? Well, I was going to ask you um, about the title of your book, which you already explained, um, which, um, you know, to to know that you found that uh, blood-splattered clover um, is really, uh, you know, almost sends chills down my spine. Um, but mm. let me ask you a different question in, instead, which is, um, do, do you have, and, and perhaps this is one of the things that we need to read the book, uh, which we did not have a chance to do since it, it's so um, so new, but um, do you have any, any theories on why the DA um, really uh, neglected this case? Um, I had read that um, the the murderer was, um, related to a policeman in Chambersburg in Franklin County? Uh, was that that, that is uh, true. Yes, that is true. Uh, there there were several theories. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'll put them out there. Um, this is what other people have said. Um, first of all, it's political, whatever that means to people. Um, the other theory is that it's because the, the, the man who did it, his father was a borough police, and he was friends with the DA, and they like to um, uh, frequent the same clubs and that sort of thing. And, and you know, it's a small, Chambersburg is a, a small, that's the county seat, it's, it's a small town. Mm -hmm. and yeah. A lot of people know everybody at the courthouse. You know, they know each other, and that's the that's why I think it was handled the way it was. Because he knew the perpetrator's father, and they were friends. Hmm. So was the killer ever brought to justice? No. He is in prison. He didn't get life like we wanted. Um, in fact, he could be out in nine years, nine years from now. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that we thought maybe they didn't want the publicity of having a work release inmate walk off the job and murder someone, and that could be another oh. reason that they wanted to get it out of the county. But it was right. really, it was at our expense and at the expense yeah. of any kind of justice. Hmm. Exactly. And that's what we thought the DA was for, to fight for justice. Yeah, that, that would be oh. very disappointing. Um, yeah. But Black yeah. Clover, you know, the book is clearly a labor of love because you and your brother sounded like you were close. Um, yeah. Do you plan to write any other books? Not at the moment. It, and if I do... Um, I've I've been told you know it was a very it's a very well written book and if it wouldn't wouldn't have been for the subject I would have enjoyed it 
so I'm, I'm considering another book, but it wouldn't be anything like this, hopefully. You mm-hmm. know, I would never want to write mm-hmm. another book like this because it really was a labor of love. And I, I have heard that described. I have heard it described like that before. So mm-hmm. um, that's a good way to put it. But it was I also just traumatic, right? It was. I just couldn't not do it, you know. Even though I never wrote a book before, and it turned out really well, and I've been told it's really well written, and it's a good book, and I've been told it's hard to put down. Hmm. But well, that's uh, good if feedback. I wrote another, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If I wrote another book, it'd be something, um, something else, <laughs> anything. Something else. less personal, right? <laughs> right, right. But I would still uh, want it to be a good book, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, let, let um, me ask you a final question. What's your advice to other victims of crime out there who believe that their loved ones or they are getting a raw deal from the, the criminal justice system? I can tell you what I wish we would we would have done if we'd have had the energy. It was, it was so hard to function at that time. But I wished we would have went to the news media more, the local news media and told mm. them exactly what was mm-hmm. going on. Because once that gets out there like that and they know it, they know all eyes are on them, they're apt to do more than if no one knows mm-hmm. what's going on. Because they tried to keep us in the dark with what was going on, but we knew better. But that would mm. be my advice. if Or find a lawyer that deals in that sort of thing and hopefully they could keep an eye on it and well that's uh and, that's uh, really amazing um that, that's that that they dropped the ball like that but uh i'm i'm actually glad you wrote the book so that you know people can learn you know about the truth but thanks so much for telling us about black clover uh, and remember let's sure. share out there Cindy writes under the name C Lee Ryder um where can people find more uh, about your book? Um, can they look on social media or your website or you plan where, where you can, our listeners can buy your book? Sure. You can go on Amazon or you can go to my website, seeleerider.com, and there's a link there that will take you to Amazon where you can order that. And some very press, right? Yes, yes. Okay, well, um, you know, we're just out of, about out of time, Cindy. So, you know, thanks for joining us. Um, and, you know, thanks for writing the book. I mean, it sounds like you and your family have been through a, a major trauma. And then for you to be able to summon the strength to write a book about it, um, it, it is, as Joan just said, pretty amazing. So best of luck with your book. It was a, a work of love. Mm-hmm. Sounds I dedicated, like it. Uh, I dedicated my life to it for several years to get this done. So, uh-huh. Well, um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you were able to finish it, and I'm glad you're pleased with the result, and I hope people out there you know, will buy it. And uh, and a reminder to all you readers, all our books are available on Sunbury Press's online bookstore. 
Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online retailers. And special thanks to all of you for listening to the Milford House Mysteries. We hope you enjoyed our program. Our next podcast will be on December the 9th uh, with a new author interview, uh, Bruce Most. So we ask you to you know, tune in then, too. In the meantime, you can listen to some of our previous podcasts, anything that you may have missed. Uh, just search Milford House Mysteries on the BookSpeak Network, um, and they're also uh, available on other podcast sites. Uh, please follow us on social media as well. I'm on the web at www.SherryNolton.com, plus Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I'm on Facebook.com forward slash Carlock Crime Cases by J.M. West. And look for my new book cover on Facebook, uh, Madam Bessie Jones, Her Life and Times. And my website is www.CarlockCrimeCases.com. Com, all lowercase. So until next time, thank you, Seely Ryder, for coming on and sharing your experience and your book with us. Thank you. Yeah, for thanks to all you. your listeners for tuning in. Yeah. And go out and buy Black Clover. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.